Hello and welcome to our Mental Health Rocks podcast. We are on a mission to show the world that nobody is and never can be broken. Our episodes are dedicated to helping children and adults reconnect with and really understand their own mental health so that they can thrive no matter what circumstances they face. Your mental health, my mental health, our mental health rocks. Uh, two subjects that have come up just over the last the last couple of days around um, suggestion, okay, and suffering. No, not suffering. Surrendering, even okay. not suffering. Okay, surrendering is the word I want to use for these two different subjects. And I'm gonna go for. In fact, Jules, let's throw it over to you. Do you do either of those words ring out for you one more than the other? to start i think we'll end up talking about them both either way so let's just start off with surrendering right okay so i learned something really interesting over the last few days around surrender and this is around nature and how nature works okay so i was catching up with somebody and they were talking about in the wild when you're watching those david attenborough programs which usually involves a lion catching another animal okay At some point when that animal's been captured and realises that there is no way of getting out, it's been struggling and struggling and realises there's no way. Nature is designed for that animal to surrender. And the reason for it is because it relieves any kind of suffering for that particular animal, right? Part of the design. So... And we know that animals eat other animals. That's just how it works, okay? That's the way the, the whole world's been designed for that to actually happen. And I just thought, well, as cruel as that looks, as we know, that is the circle of life. You know, QL and John, let's have a sing-along, if you fancy. If you know the words, Julie, just, just jump in. I thought also, the design part of that is, of course, less suffering or no suffering by having something built in to surrender. And while I, was, while I was thinking of that, what's really helpful about having that surrender is for us as humans, not so much getting attacked by a lion, that's not helpful, but in our lives, when we get caught up in a lot of thinking or a lot of stress, and we can't seem to find a way out of it, the more we struggle against what is, the more suffering that we actually experience. And yet, built into our own design is a surrender. And we know that because at some point, whether our system clears or we just go, oh, I give up. I've had enough of this. There is a release that brings clarity, that actually brings a solution, which is so much more helpful than all of the pushing we've been doing against the thinking and the stressy experience that we're having. How cool is that? I've been sharing something along this lines. 
No way. A few weeks. Seriously, the synchronicity once again, strange old world. I was talking to a lovely lady last week. We've had a few conversations and oh, so the, when we were talking, I said, you know, what's happening is you're you're looking here and you're looking here and you're looking here and you're looking here and you're looking everywhere to find solutions to the suffering that you're feeling. Whereas actually when you just, I didn't use the word surrender, but what I said is when you just look inside and know that there's actually nothing needed to be done and just let go of all that, that's when, if there is anything that can be done will come up to you. If there is nothing that can be done, that moment will pass and something else will come up. That nothing ever stays the same. So we don't need, we, for me, we cause so much of our own suffering so innocently by fighting against it, by thinking that we've got to do something with it, by believing that because we say it, because we think it, because we feel it, then it's real. Now, obviously, if there was a, a lion running down the street to eat me and gobble me up for breakfast, then of course I would not, I would be wanting to try and figure out ways to, to get out of the way. But by the same token, if that lion was going to eat me and there was no escape, how do I know that my body won't react the same way as the antelopes or the deers or another cat and just go, let's just get this over with quickly? Yeah, and how do you how do we also know that by surrendering whatever the situation that our body isn't going to kick in and actually go, right, this is what we're going to do? Yeah. In much the same way. So very, very powerful. And do you know what? Just while you were talking about that part, you remember obviously the the old William Whitecloud book and talking about the firefighter guy. I always remember this firefighter guy. Can't remember his name, but about the bushfire. Mm -hmm. And a method that he came up with to stop the fire from spreading. So there was there was him and his team trying to get away from this forest. It was a forest fire, wasn't it? It's a forest fire spreading very, very quickly. And the rest of his team were in a state of panic, of like thinking and, and worry and fear and, and made a run for it up a, up a hill, I think it was, to get away. Correct me if I'm wrong, George, you might. I think run. you're right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exact story. And this guy, this guy was, um, he kind of saw it a little bit differently. And again, the word is kind of surrender is coming up for me with this because he stopped and paused and I guess looked at the situation. And for a moment, he was almost kind of out of ideas, like the surrender, like oh, give up. What do I do? And from in the same way that you're talking about how the body kicks in and lets go, or the body kicks in and comes up with a solution, there was a solution that came up out of that. Where in the moment, all that detail was taken in. And wasn't it a solution to burn the area that he was in or something or burn off part of it? 
so that this fire could not continue because it had no more fuel to get to it. Self-isolating, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So to shut, cut off its power, wasn't it? Just cut off the power, took the energy out of it purely by, instead of running, instead of being lost in all the fear, just giving up and allowing this amazingly created system to just go, right, okay, I don't know. I'm, and again, I'm storytelling because we love storytelling, but again, the mind to go, okay, what do we know about fires? They burn, they need air, they need, um, they need source of heat and they need fuel. Ah, fuel, right, ooh, that's how it's going to get us. How do we stop it? Let's do this. All right, in the flash of a few seconds as well, I mean, this guy was not sat here for half an hour going, hmm, wonder what I'm going to do here. Didn't have the time. And yet through maybe just a bit of surrender, a solution appeared to actually save, save him from it. That actually now that's, I think that's now the methodology of what they do with the fires now as well. They, they yeah. try and contain them instead of putting people's lives at risks and you know they do what they can, but they change the way that they um, dealt with them based on this, on, on that working. I think we all have times in our life when we we get that engrossed in the story of our danger. That not only do we make it that much bigger of a monster, but we keep feeding it the energy to help it grow. We keep feeding it the fuel to make it bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's because we are natural storytellers. Mm. And we have we tell this story and then what we don't see are all of the invisible binds that then make meaning out of those stories that we create which makes more stories which makes more meaning which makes more fuel which brings that makes it bigger and bigger and bigger when we just go whoa hands off the steering wheel let's just let's just stop let's actually take a moment and step back and just just let it be because because it can't be any worse right that fire wasn't going to get any worse whether he was running himself ragged and running around like an idiot or possibly putting himself and other people in danger or whether he just left it to contain it to burn out it was going to do what it was going to do yeah. if we're being chased by a lion and the lion is going to eat us for lunch it's not going to eat us twice. It's not going to kill us twice. Mm. Worst case scenario, it's not going to get any worse. But we've got the possibility of giving ourselves a chance to come up with something useful because we don't really work well, which is just the conversation that I've just had that you're going to listen to in a moment, James, is we don't see as clearly and work as well when we're in distress. Neurologically, the front part of the brain switched off and our processing speeds down by 30%. So the logically, we can't come up with that. We're just living off emotions and feelings and stories. When we let that go, on many different levels, we're giving ourselves much more of a chance mm. to see the bigger picture and respond from that. So really, internally, it kind of works the same as well like the internal fire, if we can't see that we're getting consumed by flames, 
then the fire is getting all the fuel it needs to continue. Now, the moment that we see what's going on, and like you say, Jules, like, whoa, take a step back. It's the moment that our own internal, our own internal wisdom, our own internal system kicks in and burns off a line between us and that internal fire to actually take a step back and see that what exactly is going on and how we are feeding it to give us that space, to give us that space to maybe just watch it burn. And we're not just watch it burn, but watch it burn out so that we can see a bit clearly again. Because if you haven't got the fire, you haven't got the thick black smoke that you can see, you can't see through either. So you're going to see a lot more. It's going to be more helpful, Charlotte, than continuing to fuel it. We can be a little bit like a pendulum, can't we? We can swing backwards and forwards from how something looks to what we've got to do about it, how something looks to what we've got to do about it, how something looks to what we've got to do, swinging backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. And actually being in either one of those two places isn't useful because that swinging is just going to continue if we're on that pendulum. What actually useful place to be is actually up on the top of the pendulum, looking yeah. down on the situation. Yeah. Actually watching the swinging. Just step back and just go, whoa, you swing away, crack on. Give me a minute to breathe and see what's actually happening. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you would like to find out more about what we are up to in the world, you can follow us on Instagram. Give us a follow at Our Mental Health Rocks. Or you can catch us on our Facebook page, which is Our Mental Health Rocks.